connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement. Building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. I'm Matt Roberts. Learn more about the cultural barriers that AOC member Lady C. Ortiz had to overcome when she moved to America in this week's podcast edition of Community Quotes. school program called Muse for students ages 12 through 18 every Monday from 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. Participants will learn about television studio production, creating a podcast from start to finish, photography, media literacy, and much more. For registration and more information about our Muse program, visit the AOC website at aocinc.org. Say and spell your name. Lidice. That's my name. Lidice. Okay, and how do you spell it? L-I-D-I-C-E. Great. We do that for the editor so we can be sure that we <laughs> give you the appropriate uh, spelling of your name. But where did you grow up? Well, I'm from the south of Mexico. I'm from a little place named Campeche. And um, it's just exactly direct from Louisiana directly to, the, um, to Mexico, the, you know, Yucatan mm-hmm. Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So it's in the Gulf of Mexico. So we are exactly direct, yeah. you know, fr- friend ethos. Yeah. What are the odds then? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never, I never believed to come to Louisiana to live. I mean, for me, it's just very similar. Like my hometown, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, um, you know, it's like a small town. Everybody knows each other. Everybody mm-hmm. wave. It's just like very family town, mm-hmm. and we love that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So did you live there uh, the whole time before you lo- lived in Louisiana or what was your what was your life like I guess you could well, say your route? <laughs> no. Um to make shortly my family sent me to Canada one year to study English and I think that was my first time that my mind up and they started looking at other things around the world. Sure. And then I came back to Mexico and I started just thinking about to just, you know, I want to do another thing, I want to travel, I want to, I was just like hungry about life. 
and I was doing my bachelor degree in communication yeah. and then I decided to go to Europe to study my master's degree in um, in Spain oh, wow. and I was living there for four years. Wow. Yeah. So out of curiosity, how old were you when you went to Canada and had your, your world opened <laughs> up? I was 19 years oh, old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was like in that age that you know, it's like, could be worse or could be good. My mom was very worried about that, but I'm a good girl. I think so. Yeah. Still had fun though, I'm sure. Yeah. So from Mexico to Canada to Spain, where, how did you end up in Louisiana is the big question. <laughs> I know a lot of people ask me that, like you went to a lot of places and you know, when you travel and you start looking at another culture, you feel comfortable in any place. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think like, God is super benevolent with me because I got that opportunity to travel to another places and my mind start like, you know, settle up and start thinking about the other person, how they live, the culture, be more open. Mm -hmm. And then when my husband, because I married and I moved here, that's the real okay. main reasons that I left everything behind and I decided to move to Lafayette. I didn't know anything. I just remember when he told me he was moving from Canada, well, sorry, from California to Lafayette, mm -hmm. as well as a big change, you know. <laughs> and I said, well, I want to see how it is. And I came, I visited like a tourist. We was doing um, different tours around, different companies, you yeah. look in there, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like the way there is like a town, but it's still like a city. Mm -hmm. It's just something like you have everything, but it's very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So out of all of the places you lived, uh, what has been your favorite or maybe ones that just give you that special feeling? Well, um, obviously Barcelona for me make a very big change in my life. But I'm in love. I am in love of London, England. It's just my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, all of the places have a special thing. Mm -hmm. And when they told you, they keep always in a little part of your heart. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, assuming that I mean, obviously, your parents encouraged you to go to a far place, and that would have made such a big impact in your life, and uh, maybe in other ways. I guess what I'm trying to ask is, uh, do, do you consider them mentors in your life or were there other mentors in your life since you've had such a, a broad life? Are there people in your life that helped you uh, along your way? Well, my mom. My mom was like the, the only one that she was always, I think that she raised us, me and my brother, like we can do anything that we want. Like we don't have any limits in our life, but as well, she was a little worried because, well, come on, what's going to happen right. with these two? I mean, if I live and, you know, go far away, but I did, we did very well. We got uh, values and we always was like to help people and study and do our duty as well. So I think like, behind all our character is just like mom thing, you know, like the family thing. And like Hispanic, we are as well like, like Louisiana people, we are very, very family mm -hmm. um, compenetration, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great. All right, I'm gonna change gears for just half a second and uh, we'll talk about AOC. So tell me how you first got involved with AOC. Well, I had been in Louisiana and Lafayette for, almost four years 
And when I came here, I started doing like volunteer time with different associations. Between that volunteer time, I started knowing people around. I think it's the best thing when you move to another place, give you a little bit of your time to another one. And that makes you make connections and networking. So I remember I met one of my, uh, like I can say my a little mom here, and she introduced me with Miss Vicky Bavano. She is a Hispanic um, girl. She came almost, I think, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she started Nuestro Mundo Latino, the Spanish TV program in 2005. Mm-hmm. And I got an appointment with her and we just set out and we was talking about like to do something more fresh, improvement, something like, you know, I'm still learning too. So <laughs> we just start hanging out and that's yeah. we, we make we, we make it happen and yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing because you have uh, these beautiful installations and the most important thing is you share with us this area to to speak to to be freedom you know like and i think it's just very important okay uh, what was your first impression of aoc i never expect um to have that a very well prepared area to different, you know, like we have radio, we have um, post productions, we have like everything here is already set up, ready for us. The people who work here is amazing. I have one little person that we always call him to help us in the program. And if it wasn't with him, we couldn't make it. But even that, I got very short time coming here, like almost less than a year, mm-hmm. and. It's just the people is super friendly mm-hmm. from the front door until everybody here, like to we you and too. everybody. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's always important to have this our area to speak, to just communicate something. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that our Hispanic culture, Hispanic community needs something that to be um, identified. Sure. Yeah. So along those same lines, uh, do you have a dream project that you would want to work on or to produce? And I can assume that it would obviously have something to do with Hispanic culture and getting information out there, but maybe there's something else. Well, um, it's more like my personal project that I'm yeah. working right now. But yes, if, if it's possible, I would like to say like, will be amazing that we can make a very big group of Hispanic community, community and start working to not only communicate news, work in our culture, promote the culture of different countries, the people that is living mm-hmm. here, and showing from um, American people how we are, and as well, we, you know, have like a feedback for everybody. Yeah. So I was just thinking to have like a, like probably a little program in a TV that we can, mm-hmm. you know, share everything about us. That that will be awesome as well. Yeah. Like a little bit like a travel or yeah, or um, it's more cultural. Yeah, I think it's, cool. it's very educational as well. It is, yes, definitely for the rest of us here, definitely too. Yeah. Let's see. What are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? We have a few months left, or almost a few months. Well, we need, I think, we need to make more programs in our, uh, in Nuestro Mundo Latino. But as well, um, I think we are in the position that we need to open more 
disposition for another young generation. Mm -hmm. uh, Hispanic community can be separate, needs to be integrated. And I think like we can just make this um, embrace between mm -hmm. us and the young American that wants to learn Spanish, you know, sure. like America, like a very group that mm -hmm. everybody in a race, um, yeah. their own personal life. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What are you reading right now? <laughs> well, um, not so much reading person. I'm more, I'm more, my, more uh, business magazines. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm more like uh, articles about business sure. and empower women and yeah. something like that. I'm more like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I didn't even get to ask you, uh, but maybe I'm assuming, but what, what do you do for a living here, too? Well, <laughs> since I married, I start to leave everything behind because oh, wow. I, wa I had a 10 years in golf course manager in Mexico. So for me, it was wow. very, very difficult to, you know, make a pause on my career, my professional right. career, and just jump again in another country and start sure. over. Because That's a full-time job. Too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I we guess. need to assume, like, when you change for a country, even if you are prepared or not, even if you have education or not, you are starting over. And it's very, very mm -hmm. difficult for the people who come here and they are prepared, but the people who are not and they don't know the language is more and more difficult. Right. I think it's, um, if you live here and you don't speak English, it's something like it makes you 10 steps behind you. Mm -hmm. And well, that's why I realized that I need to start doing like different help with different oh, associations. Okay. Sure. And I was uh, for a time helping um, the Latin Music Festival. Sure. That's why I met my partner right now. And we opened the last year a company. It's mm -hmm. an event planner company. Oh, okay. And we want to start doing like, even the social events, yeah. we are doing the, the corporate events as well. Very cool. So we are in that process that Very we are, cool. you know, flying away yeah. of our dreams. It's Very cool, I like it. Thank like you. It. All right, we're going to talk about some fun stuff for a second. Uh, let's see. Um, Music-wise, let's talk music. So I'm very <laughs> curious. Uh, if you, let's say you have to create one playlist for the rest of your life, and it can include multiple people and bands, who is on it? Well, well, basically, most of the, our Hispanic music is right. just amazing. <laughs> Salsa, merengue, all of this. We, we used to hear more salsa in the south of Mexico than in the north is more like okay. another kind of music. You know, like any country sure. we have different kind of or type of culture. Sure. But as well jazz. I mean, I grew up with, um, there's a name, oh wow, she, he got a, a daughter and my mom always put that DVD in the car every morning. I can't remember the name. It's uh, uh, sorry, Nat uh, Natalie. Uh, Natalie Cole. Yeah, Natalie yeah. Cole. Yes, yeah. Natalie Cole. He 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 passed away, and mm -hmm. she made a, a DVD mm -hmm. with his father in the in mm -hmm. the back sound. Oh my God, that was beautiful. I, I think I was like eleven, twelve years wow, old, yeah. and yeah, I mean, that's my magical mom. at that age, almost. Yeah, and that's why every time that I go to New Orleans or I'm in Louisiana and all the festival, I'm just enjoying everything. <laughs> But yeah, it's like a, you know, put music, Hispanic music with jazz music and a little music for another part that I hear yeah. and just make a very, yeah. like, multicultural um, DVD. Like. Definitely, very yeah. cool. Yes. Let's see. 
um, when you were a child, what were your favorite books or movies or um, singers, superheroes, uh, superheroes, sports heroes, not superheroes, <laughs> maybe so. What were your favorites? What well, stands out? I love Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and right now I'm enjoying with kids that I'm working to trans translate it because yeah. I translate. I'm interpreter in some in the school, in the school. Lafayette Parish School. Oh, okay. And I'm enjoying that one with the yeah, kids too. Definitely. Yeah. Very cool. So, as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Then, did you always know know that you wanted to be a businesswoman, or are there other you know fun things that you yeah. always aspired to be? Well, no, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. But probably because my mom had her own business, mm -hmm. I always be in, you know, like, be kind of copy her or <laughs> kind to be better than her. Yeah. Can, yeah, well, yeah. we always got like this lucky life that she got the, his her business and yeah. inheritance for the family. Mm -hmm. And everybody was working in the family business for a long time. Yeah. So business is part of our sure. life. So. What, uh, what type of business was it? Insurance companies. Yeah, yeah okay. insurance companies. Very cool. All right, we're going to have some fun for a second. Um, if you could have dinner with five famous people, who would they be? Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's cool. There's like, no pressure. Stop. <laughs> stop. Won't do it. Um, <laughs> Jacob. Some people, some your people girlfriend. know. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool, too. We like the real answers, too. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have idea. I mean, yeah. probably because I see everybody like it's just equal. I have that okay. perception of life. I see everybody like the same as you. There's no like, this. some people look like, oh, you are a superhero. You are like, <laughs> I can't touch it. No, I see like everybody is just like, if we can learn about the others it's just amazing yeah and i think i really say i really believe like the only thing that you can share to the people is your um knowledge mm -hmm. so knowledge is very important they make you the difference when you are definitely very cool let's see what is your superpower <laughs> i hear that one okay <laughs> um I could say I'm multitask, and I make people. Um, ooh, I'm. Well, in my jobs, they always say like I was like a very good leader. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of person who likes to teach them how to do it and involve in the process, and I had very. Um, very good experience with one of my first assistants. She never get in a plane before. I mean, she was <laughs> in a, like, yeah. she didn't have a lot of opportunities like another people had in Mexico because, you know, our countries are like, if you have or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I remember I started teaching and sharing with her a lot of things, even the computer, even how to make a reservation, mm -hmm. even to talk with the director, even everything. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm super glad that when she write me every year, she say like, thanks, thanks about you because I have my own little company. Oh, wow. Thanks about you because I'm like a mom that can, you know, sh her, I think her husband came to United States and never come back. So 
she never thought about him yeah. before. She never knew mm. about what happened to him. And she was alone with one little girl. Oh, wow. And you know, when we are like always dependent about a person who provide everything, economic and food or whatever, and you think that you can do anything, that makes me crazy. That for me doesn't exist. Yeah. So I think always when I saw that kind of person, I try to push them. I try to just make them like, you can't do it. It's mm -hmm. just can't, it's not in my vocabulary. It's yeah. just something like, you need to start, go, go for it, empowered, you can do it. Yeah. And more for the girls, you know, women yeah. sometimes can have a difficult situations on life. And I like to embrace them. I like to motivate them. Very cool. Yeah. It's a great uh, superpower to have. <laughs> Definitely. What is one thing about you that few people know? About me? Yeah, that you want to say on camera. <laughs> oh, well, um, I could say sometimes I look tough, but I'm not. I'm like a human being, and I'm very... <laughs> like very Hispanic, like, how can I say? I, I don't have words, but <laughs> yeah. When you grow up in a, in, a, in a professional life with men, because when I started in golf courses, I was like 26, 27, and all the general manager in golf courses are older than 50, and they know exactly what they are talking about, and they are managing people. And when you are in that position that you have 72 people under you and they are from different age and for different type of, you know, girls, women, adults and young, they are always looking at girls. They say, well, she's a woman, she's young, she don't know what she's doing. Mm -hmm. So at the first time of my first professional years, I was like very tough. I was very like, you know, like very mandatory girl. But then I started learning that in the, way, in the best way that I show them my feelings but be intelligent, they can start doing the things that I'm doing, mm -hmm. teaching them. And we, we, we make a very good group, <laughs> very big and very good group with them. I'm very proud of all the people that I work, that we are still in touch. Yeah. And they know the first year is always difficult when you <laughs> say, no, you need to do this and yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think my, my professional life marked me a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was very, very young for that time when I started mm -hmm. and I spent 10 years there. Yeah. So it's just like, like working with guys, with men in that position is just difficult, but mm -hmm. you can show up how you are. Mm -hmm. and, Definitely. You know. Definitely. All right, so let's talk about, let's. what inspires you? Well, life it's like i say before it's it's impossible saying no to me i mean if you say no to me it's something like even you are not trying life is so big it's so um have different environments have different people you can cross in front of one person that you never thought that you are going to meet again in another situation. And it's just amazing how the magic of life is working. 
I mean, I think life, we, we, we need to live life better each day, but make believe that it's just like a magic. And I don't know, I think it's just, I really believe in dreams mm -hmm. and life. Yeah, definitely get that that vibe yes. from you. Everything it's very you are very motivating. <laughs> well, I I was like, yeah, I was in my uh, in my um, in my university, and one of one of our speakers from New York. She came. She was Latin, and she came from New York. She was working. I don't remember if the. Uh, convention center or something like that and she was teaching us how to manage events and she was teaching us how to do conventions and everything and I remember she finalized the presentation with one quote about dreams like um, Eleanor Roosevelt names the quote is um, the future is for those who believe in the the future is for those who believe in their beauty of their dreams. Mm. And I really, that, that really touched me. You can do everything you want. You don't have nobody to say you no. You, the life is just like this. <laughs> you can go and go forward for whatever your dreams is. What are you most excited or passionate about? Well, I know new people, always. Know new people I make life change to other ones. Because even if you don't change the life, they change you. That's, that's something that I learned too as well in all these years. Like if you try to change them, the person that who is learning is you from the other ones. So that's why grow together. Yeah, that's very, very good way to think about that actually. How would you like to be remembered? Well, just like a normal person, like just make a little change. If you change the mind of one person, I, I feel glad. If I can say like, I like to, or I would like to help more my Hispanic community, if I just can change the mind of one person who, who wants to have his own company, who wants to study, he wants to travel, he wants to do a new things, I, I will be pleased <laughs> just with one mind. Last question. Thanks. Describe yourself in three words. Um, wow. I can say very motivated, um, challenging, and I don't accept a no word in my life. Is no, <laughs> I can't accept a no word. Negative words are not on me. It's not in you. No. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. For Thank you in. for this opportunity. Discover all of the benefits of being an AOC member by attending one of our orientation sessions. Classes are held on the first Tuesday of every month from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Register on our website at aocinc.org.
podcast is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Othello Andrus, Mary Bodwin, Ed Bowie, Lillian Dejong, Annette Diaz, Joe Boosie Ferguson, Nancy Judis, Joseph Klesanen, William McFarlane, Matt Roberts, Skip Shannon, Christy Tracy, Jasmine Tillery, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode, Luna's Little Friend, Ukulele Instrumental by Ivan Chu, Irakosh Key by Nagno, The Long Goodbye by John Pazdan. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org. Call 337-232-4434 or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged. Thank you.